Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. Oregon quarterback Bo Nix on the show. Uh, Bo, we talked about Chick fil A. I think it was last, was it last year? Feels like a long time ago. Uh, it was like like a year ago, maybe. It was a little. It was after the season. After sometimes, the season, yeah. I lost track of time. <laughs> lost I track of too, time. I, you say it. I don't know. I can't remember. Um, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. I'm. Uh, I, I've been doing a lot of interviews. You've been doing a lot of interviews. This interview is not going to be like the other interviews because I can't do it anymore. Okay. I can't just talk about you know what are you doing in twelve formation or whatever. Yeah. We're gonna let's talk about. Um, this summer, getaway time. Did you get away? Did you go with family, your yeah, wife? A little bit. We went to uh, we went to Hawaii. Me and Izzy uh, got away a little bit. Uh, we're on the west coast, so we thought yeah. it would be best best time to go out there in case we um, went back east coast. It's a long flight from the east coast, so yeah. we went ahead and went while we were out here and had a blast. Where'd you go? Uh, we went to Maui. Okay, and it was great. It was uh, one of the more fun vacations I've been on. Um, the place was. Great vacation spot. Yeah, ideal. Did you uh, when you go on a vacation like that? Do you want? Do you have to go ziplining and go to the luau, or do you just like to sit? I like to sit, but while I'm there, I might as well do a little bit of it. I yeah. can't just sit the whole time. Yeah, I get sunburned. <laughs> get bored. <laughs> right. So, uh, so yeah, we did the whole uh, the excursions. Well, we did plenty of sitting. Don't get me yeah. wrong. Um, but at the end of the day, we did a little bit of what Hawaii had to offer. You guy, you you decided to come back. Huge uh, bit of enthusiasm for the Oregon fans. Uh, what drove that decision for you? Well, at the end of the day, you know, last year didn't end how I wanted it to, and I want a chance to, uh, you know, win something before I get out of college. Yeah. The at the end of the year, it literally looked like they were sitting you on a stool behind center. <laughs> and just having you throw passes because you're—that's what it felt like. Yeah, you were. I mean, the mobility was an issue, mm-hmm. but that was. What did you learn from that experience? Do you learn anything from that? I learned that I can make any throw from the pocket. I just got to go out there and, um, you know, now that it's in the in the bank, you know, it's you got to figure out when to use it and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And at the same time, you're mobile. That's one of your strengths. So when do you use that? And so I just got there with feel and, you know, whatever I yeah. feel, I, I, I let loose and I go with it. I saw you and Cam Rising have that moment after that Utah game where you guys kind of found each other mm-hmm. on the field, and he told me that you guys had never really. No, we had never met. Before. You'd never even met. No, but that's what that's why I did it because you know yeah. I never met him and heard a lot of great things about him. Watched his game. He's a tough guy. I mean, yeah. he's won back-to-back Pac-12 championships, and um, you know I just wanted to meet him, shake his hand. I got a lot of respect for what he did that game because he was hurt too. Yeah. Not enough people talk about it, and um, you know he just—he's a warrior. I like how he plays. Um, competitive guy, tough guy. Uh, got a lot of respect for him. Yeah, he walks around here. He's got two championships, and he's—you wouldn't know it. Like no, no doubt, that's just who that's he awesome. is. Two championships back to back. Cam Ward said, "I'd be wearing those rings." He, you know, kind of—he called him the goat, and and uh, Cam Rising almost blushed. You know, it was like he's just—that's who he is. Yeah. Leadership. Do you learn? leadership or are you born with leadership what do you think uh, i think both i think you're you're born to kind of stand out but then you learn as you go how to lead um i think some people are born with the natural tendency to kind of like do their own thing and like 
reach for the stars and go out and get something and pull guys with them and all that kind of stuff. I yeah. think that's natural, but you can also learn it as you go. Um, and nobody has it all figured out because yeah. everybody's a perfect leader because you know each person is um, led in different ways and you gotta gotta meet them where they are and figure that out. Bo Nix with us, Oregon quarterback. Uh, you know, I, again, NIL. I've been talking about it with some different guys. It's the the good thing about NIL is it's keeping guys like you in college. I think for for the rest of us, it's we're getting to see you, Michael Penix Jr. Cam Rising another year. I don't think all three of you would be back if there was wasn't NIL. How big of a factor in your decision does that, or how does that change your decision or well, shape it? You know, it's another factor. Um, you put it in there as another factor. Um, but if the time's right to go to the league, then majority of the guys go to the league, mm-hmm. um, and they don't want to pass up that opportunity. But there's also another chance now with college. Um, you come back. And you're in a great situation. College guys are, are blessed right now. Um, and you get to play more football and gain more experience. Love that. Uh, offensively, spring game, your receivers look fantastic. Yeah. They like, did, scary they? good. Like, how does that feel to have that group? Oh, as a quarterback, it's, uh, you know, the, the biggest blessing. Um, and we didn't even have tight ends in consideration. So once you get those guys and the running backs going, uh, we got some really good skill position players excited to use those guys um you know they're all excited for their role uh we got some guys that are gonna um you know have even bigger roles and guys that are gonna have similar roles um you know i'm excited to see those guys grow and develop into those i think that's one of my favorite parts about college is seeing guys fit in their roles seeing guys figuring things out and uh, starting to play really good football let's go back to you as a freshman at auburn what do you know now that you you would tell that kid hmm that's a great question. Uh, you know, honestly, I think I'd go back and tell them that you don't have to single-handedly win games on your own. Um, you know, if it's not there for whatever reason, if things are covered, throw it away, punt. Yeah. If that means you lose, you lose. But yeah. it should not just completely destroy your, um, you know, resume and narrative. But at the same time, uh, myself at freshman would have listened because I would have refused to lose. And so yeah. – um, that's my greatest gift and greatest curse, I think, is um, you know, refusal to lose, wanting to do everything to win. And at times it may have looked like that was the reason we lost. Um, and, you know, I was – at the end of the day, you got to be okay with that. Yeah. You, if you're going to be the reason win and reason loss, I mean, it's the quarterback position. It's part of it. Um, but at the same time, you know, I was just competitive. Um, you know, I was an Auburn guy through and through. I didn't want to see Auburn lose. Yeah. I think too when you uh, when you're at that age you get some wisdom, you know you've had some life you've lived a little you've exactly. struggled you've succeeded you look back and go hey it wasn't maybe it wasn't as big as it felt at the time no doubt that's a good you know? way to put it yep you know nothing's ever as bad or as good as you think it is that's Amen I always that. say that to I always say that on the show Amen to that you uh, don't become a bad quarterback overnight you don't become a great quarterback yeah. quarterback overnight the uh, Dan Lanning how is he different as a year two head coach. Well, you know, he's uh, he's not playing any games. He um, is really devoted to this thing. He has yeah. really, um, you know, put everything into it. Um, and, you know, you can see that from afar. Uh, last year he was um, – first year he was so, um, you know, into, um, you know, like getting the team together, working, getting everything, getting after it. But this year he's taking it to a whole nother level. Um, and I think that that's going to be – um, an important part of our success um, is just to have a head coach like that that kind of demands it out of us. Yeah. Um, you know, that's his job. He would tell you he's not supposed to be your best friend, 
Um, he's supposed to be your coach, and sometimes that's bringing the tough part out of it. I had a sor- source that told me that the plane ride here was a bit of an adventure for you guys. Get on the plane. They tell you, hey, the engines aren't communicating. You get off the plane. Then they reboot it like you're starting up your, uh, you know, your computer. And uh, you get back on the plane. Were you, were you, are you a nervous flyer? You hear something like that? Do you go, eh? Or? No. I mean, if it happens, it happens. i got to have faith that yeah. it's not going to happen. Right. And, you know, i got to think that those guys are professionals, too. And if they're taking the plane up in the air, then feel better about it. feel good. Yeah. I mean, they're a part of the ride, too. It's not like they're <laughs> remote control on this thing. Right. Um, they're up there in the air. So if they feel confident, I feel confident. I've never really gotten, um, you know, plane anxiety I enjoy it. I think it's relaxing, and um, you know what? I um, the source would be correct. Where'd you hear that from? Uh, I got people. Yeah, you got. I got some people. Yeah, in the program. Inside source. Yeah, huh? uh, yeah. It was an eventful trip, uh, but we were just practicing adversary adverse situations there. Yeah. We wanted to see how people would respond. You know, if we got into a situation maybe in yeah. the future to where things didn't go right. You know, um, I mean, we you got to practice all those muscles. Like you got to yeah. practice that kind of situation too. Yeah, I like that. Bo Nix is with us. All right, before I cut you loose, um, th- we see you guys, like Michael Penix Jr. standing not far away and Cam Ward and Cam Rising. You know, we watch you guys kind of on the field, but how you, you said you just met Rising last year. You hadn't even met him. Mm-hmm. How much time do you guys spend talking now that you know each other? Or do you stay in touch? Or uh, I mean, every once hard? when you say it's, yeah. it's just hard, and yeah. you got your daily circle, and you got your lives, and, um, you know, I mean – I'm sure if one of us reached out to the other, you get an, an immediate response. But, um, you know, at the same time, we're still competitors, so we don't want to become best friends because then it would be mm-hmm. hard to beat the other. Um, but, um, you know, there's great resources. Um, you know, they're exciting to, to play against. Um, but you got great respect for them. Um, like Michael Penix, you know, we were um, at a Tennessee camp back in 2016 together, uh, just yeah. camping, right? yeah. just going. And, oh, hey, I'm Bo. What's up? I'm Michael. And then. Next thing you know, you're rivals, yeah. and then you're fighting right. against each other after yeah. you went to separate schools. Yeah, you're both at so, different schools. Exactly, yeah. and then um, you transfer, and you end up playing against each other. So it's a small world, and crazy how life does that. Yeah, you're on a journey, man. I appreciate you stopping by and giving us some of your time. Um, before I let you go, um, last season you said it didn't end how you wanted it to end. Do you get kind of that unfinished business feeling from other guys or is it just you or as a team do you talk about that stuff yeah we talk about it as a team and you know um we all want to win a championship and there's plenty of guys around that locker room who have been so close who yeah. haven't yet uh the hunger is there and the drive's there so now we just got to put it all together um you you guys are picked fourth Oregon is not usually picked fourth it's usually first or second what are people looking at or do you even care when people go, oh, they, meh. I don't Do know. Do you put it on your shoulder? No? No. I mean, it's just a prediction. Yeah. Um, I think know. it's you and USC in the title game. Yeah. I, I do. Well, now with the, you know, what's crazy about the Pac-12 is probably, as the schedule permits, the Pac-12 championship game is probably going to be played in the regular season, too. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a rematch, um, maybe, of teams. And that's unique. Yeah. Uh, hard to beat a team twice or, you know, hard to play a team twice. Um, so that that's what's unique about it. And I mean, whatever. We still got to go out there and play. Yeah. I could come out here and predict something too, and that may not happen. So yeah. I, I think that's the joy of football, and that's why you go out there and 
um, you know, put it on the line and play against each other, see what happens. Caleb Williams, uh, I said that, you know, Oregon fans really wanted to see you, you guys in USC last year in the title game. He said he wanted to see it too, and he's looking forward to it this year. I thought that was interesting. That is interesting. I'm that, surprised he said that. That he would say that. Yeah. yeah. But I, I don't. you don't strike me as the kind of person that would say that. Like, well, you know? Well, in what? In what, what in, I don't want to give him. Why say it? There's no upside in. Oh, yeah. You well, know? I've gotten, I've gotten guided in interviews before and said some stuff that, like, I got in trouble for. Right. So, I mean, <laughs> everybody. What's the worst thing? Like, you got. Oh, there's, there's so much because of it, like calling out officials and all this yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. But that's, I mean. Part of it. It's dumb on my part. Won't do it again, but. Yeah. I, gotta... I go back, though. How old are you now? I'm 23, and I was probably 20 when I was talking about it. Yeah. 21. Come on. Uh, I was saying. Talking to older guys who are just trying to fish for a story yeah, sometimes. I uh, I remember being 20. I would have said worse <laughs> than whatever you said. No, you live and you learn. I've gotten pl- plenty of calls to yeah. the uh, head coach's <laughs> office. Right. Saying, hey, why would you say that? Because I meant it. Like, yeah. sorry. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah, it gets it gets just gets the gets the juices flowing. You I know, am. it's sometimes sometimes good. I haven't said anything yeah. detrimental. That's yeah. like the worst thing ever. But I, yeah, I I'm wanna, surprised he would. I'm surprised he said that. Bonex, thank you, man. Thanks, Thanks for stopping by. I appreciate it. A lot. Good to see thank you. you. Yes. Thanks for time. The bald faced truth with John Canzano, live from Pac-12 Media Day in Las Vegas. Washington quarterback Michael Penix Jr. has stepped into the uh, Pac-12 Media Day studio. He is dealing with a family issue right now. And I look, I grew up with four siblings. I understand what you're doing. He was just on the phone with his brother who's having a car problem, the best I can understand it. What is going on with the brother's car? He's trying to figure out. So I gave him one of my cars. Yeah. Uh, but, so he's trying to figure out what, what a light, uh, one of the. Um, oh, the light the came on? The light came on, yeah. So I'm trying to help him. Look at you. I like that. Younger brother? Yeah. That's how it works. Right. That, that's part of it. How are you doing? I'm good. How about you? I'm good. I'm, it's hot outside. I've done a million interviews, probably like you have done as part of Media Day. And uh, I want to do a different kind of interview. I just want to get to know you a little bit, have our listeners get to know you in the state of Oregon. And you can see all the, all the interviews I've talked with. All, you know, It's very interesting to see the different styles and get to know people. But yeah. um, you, this summer, what did you do? Did you get away, something away from football? Uh, I just picked up the golf club, so I've been. I started golfing, uh, trying to get better at that. And I've been out on the lake fishing as well, too. Good. Uh, what are you better at, fishing or golfing, right now? Fishing right now. That's what I've been doing all my life. So. Really? Okay. So this has come up with uh, two different players. Tell me about Travis Hunter's a big fisherman. He's got a boat now. He just bought a boat, and so he's been fishing. But what do you fish for? Where'd you grow up fishing? Yeah, um, I, I fish for everything. We go fishing out. Uh, Deep sea fishing sometimes. I get out in the water um, in, in Florida, but I fish for grouper, snapper, yeah, uh, a lot of tropical fish. You know that you yeah. don't really see on the west side. So. Yeah. We interrupt this podcast with a special announcement from the Bald. Hey, sorry to interrupt the podcast, but if you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.